0: hey kings and queens welcome to the first episode of tortured souls i am going to be talking about like autistic burnout and trauma anniversaries and how hard they can be right now this week has been really hard really really hard i started this week off with a anniversary of a sexual assault that happened to me when i was a teenager and i didn't think it would really hit me that hard Until it did. (laughs) I worked through it at a treatment center in 2020, and it seemed to help with everyday life. There's a like part of San Diego that doesn't make me super anxious anymore. So I thought I had like really healed from it, and then that day, I kind of woke up and decided I wanted to take myself on a little picnic to this creek near my house I just kind of like go in the bushes and go down there I don't think I mean you're not it's not like you're not allowed to but no one really does but I don't know it feels safe in there to me so I go there and I like read some poetry colored listen to music and I brought my dog so it was just like this like relaxing kind of thing and I was doing okay and then as the night started to progress I just started to feel really like flustered inside me. It was like nothing really happened, but I was just feeling internally like flustered. I don't know. That's like the only way I can really describe it. And I had a major headache, so I tried taking my night meds early, which are supposed to help me go to sleep and like calm my nighttime anxiety. And they weren't working, and my brain just kept, like, having racing thoughts, like, over and over. And I started, like, just overthinking, like, everything in my life, like, every relationship, like, friends, everything. Just questioning it all. And I finally ended up deciding I needed to just take a clonopin because there was just, like, no way that I was going to go to sleep. And I w- it was just progressively getting worse and worse. So... That's what the clonopins are for and that's why I took one. So yesterday I had double therapy. So I see my therapist and then I see my psychiatrist because every couple Wednesdays is a double therapy. So that was yesterday. So obviously I was like talking to her about that and some stuff in like this relationship that I just got over, like having to come to terms with a lot of stuff and deciding like what to do moving forward and then there was like this drama for a little bit and I was just like exhausted by it all just tired and I came home and I just like I wanted to be alone I didn't want anyone to talk to me I just couldn't do it like when I spend all day like out and about I am drained drained completely like I can't I need to be home, and I need to be in a space where, like, there's silence. It's just me. No one's talking to me. No one's anything. It's just me. So, usually, I'll go outside when I first get home, and that's, like, helpful to calm down. I just really like the outdoors, so that really helps calm me down, but it's hard. Like, I don't know. At night, too, I, I was outside for quite a while, and I didn't even realize, I didn't even realize, like, how... Like burnt out, I was until at night, and then this morning, I got in an argument with my mom, and I don't know, it just literally like did something different to me like that's where I was just like I know I'm burnt out because I just started crying, like I was in my room, I was angry, I was mad, like I was just crying I used to do this when I was a teenager where I would sit in my closet because it's like an enclosed space and I think that's what the little creek does to me too and I like it and when I was a teenager my parents didn't like me doing it because it was usually when I was upset but I did it when I was upset because it helped me feel better but they would always get mad at me so it kind of became this thing like that was bad to go in the closet even though it helped me calm down So, I sat in my closet for a little, like, I don't even have a full walk-in closet, like, it's one of those, like, door ones, but I somehow make room so that I can sit in there. So, I did that this morning, I just, like, blasted music and was, like, crying and... And it was rough, it really was, not gonna lie, like, there was a point, too, where I was just, like, ugh, it would be so much easier to just fucking off myself, like... I just get so burnt out that it's like to me like the only way of feeling like I can get rest is by dying and like that's not okay. When I was a teenager there was just moments where I would literally like ask God to get like to be in a car accident because then I would have an excuse to lay in bed for three days and no one could tell me like you can't go to work or you can't be at school or whatever like I would literally just be in the hospital and I think also as like younger before I could drive I think I used the psych ward a lot as an escape for that kind of thing too like I just would get really burnt out really tired and I'm like let me go stay at this hospital and I mean the psych ward that I like went to a lot was like really nice not gonna lie so um it was kind of like a little hotel like a break I mean I was also struggling like I was burnt out it wasn't like I was just doing it to have a break I think I only started realizing that like later like later in my journey like that I used the psych word a lot as like a uh, an escape because that's just my go-to when things get rough is run I hate feeling trapped I hate feeling stuck it's a trigger from my childhood as well or not my childhood like my teenage years 'Cause when I was a teenager I went to the psych ward a lot. Like a lot. Um, I think total when I was like underage I went. I don't know, I can't count. I know too the hospital that I am talking about, I've been I went there eleven times as a teenager. I do know that, but then there's more and I, I can't count, I don't wanna count right now. My brain doesn't wanna think that hard. But Yeah, so, like, if that tells you, like, from 14 to 17, I went to just that hospital 11 times because life was fucking hard and just shit kept happening and self-harm was just, like, the only thing that, like, would give me relief. Like, I would just get angry and I felt like I couldn't get my anger out in the way that I wanted to, so I would take it out on myself or if I felt like I wasn't perfect, I would take it out on myself. And it was just, like, that kind of stuff over and over and over. I only, like, recently found out that I was, like, autistic, like, um, like last May or something like that. I don't remember. But the more I learned about it all, I realized, like, that, that contributed to a lot of the stuff that happened as a teenager. And I think it made a lot of sense. Um, there was times where, like, I would get restrained, like, physically restrained. And it would like calm me down. Like when it was like, when it was other people, like not like physical restraints, but I guess like when like other s- human staff like would restrain me, like it calmed me down and it felt good. And, I- and it's because of that pressure, like the pressure on like your chest and that. And like, n- now I have a weighted blanket. I was introduced to weighted blankets um, at one of the treatment centers I was at. And now I have one and it's amazing it really helps like it really just calms me down having that pressure on my chest for me I don't know about other people but for me it's my chest or like it has to be on that for it to feel good and I also have this like weighted stuffed animal I got that just helps me because it's weighted too like I can put it on my chest and it also like microwaves so it can warm up and then it once smelled like lavender it doesn't really anymore but that kind of stuff helps me too um but I think when like we aren't like as neurodivergents, aren't allowed to use like our stims it like contributes to the burnout for sure when like when I was a teenager like I would um shake my leg a lot which like I thought back then is anxiety and I'm sure it was but it was I mean, that does make sense. It was anxiety, but it was helping me cope with the anxiety. But I was told not to do that as well. Like, it was... I was... I had to do eye contact. Like, eye contact was really hard for me, especially when I'm, like, struggling and, like, down and not feeling well. Like, I will start to shut down. And I don't want to look at people in the eyes. Like, I just don't. And that was another thing that I was, like, forced to do a lot as a teenager. And just all these things together is just a lot and I couldn't explain when I was a teenager like my feelings and so I would just shut down and like people would be trying to talk to me and it wasn't even it was not even me like purposely like not trying to talk like there was a few times but for the most part it was me just like physically not being able to talk because like I didn't know what was happening my body was like freaking out inside and I just had to shut down and that was the only way that like I could calm down and like some people weren't really receptive to that and that contributed to more of the like burnout and like build up of it all I went to a high school at one point that's like the college preparatory school basically and it's fucking hard it was hard shit And it was in the midst of all of this happening. I was also playing soccer, like, competitively. So it was just, like, I was constantly going, 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 going. We went to the school. It was, it's, like, about 30, 40 minutes from my house. So my brother and I would have to leave at, like, 6 a.m. so we could beat the traffic. And then we'd have sports afterwards. And then we wouldn't have to, we wanted to wait for the traffic to go down, too. So we wouldn't get home till, like, 7-ish. So, I'm, like, out from 6 to 7 all day, like, working my ass off at school. Like, having to interact with, like, friends. And, you know, it's like, a teenager, like, high school drama is just fucking annoying. And, like, then I'm going to sports afterwards, having to do my homework. And there was a point, too, when it was, like, fall. Like, I would be doing field hockey, like, at my school. And then I would have my competitive, like, soccer afterwards. And so, I would literally, like do a, I would get up at like 5am go to school do a whole days of school and then I would go to field hockey practice and then I would come home and go straight to soccer practice and then I would come home and do homework and then I could go to sleep and do the same thing five days in a row like that's fucking a lot like I just was burnt out and it's like I have like perfectionistic ways to like things have to be like perfect for me and like detail oriented and all that kind of stuff so that was just a lot like a lot a lot like I do remember this point where like I I don't think I I don't I think I don't I don't know if I've told anyone this I mean I, I think I've told like therapists and like psychologists but Like, there was a day where, like, I remember, like, in the morning, I, like, got up super early and, like, made, like, this lemonade or whatever or something. I don't know what it was. Like, some drink. And I, like, literally put vodka in it and, like, brought it to school and was, like, a little tipsy at school. Because I, like, fucking needed it to, like, cope with school. Like, I only did that once. Like, to school, at least. But. And I wasn't driving. But I was 15, so I didn't have my license. But anyway, like, that kind of stuff was just, like, it was so much, and then, like, something happened at that school, like, the sexual assault thing, so, like, that added to it, and it was, I was just done-so, done. That was just too, 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 too much, and, yeah, I think, you know, that's another reason why it's really hard for me to work for an employer, and especially customer service, too, because... I'm so monotoned, and I not don't show a lot of facial expressions. So a lot of people think I'm just being rude when I'm not. And also, like, or at least I'm not trying to be. Maybe they perceive me as rude. Um, and then also just the having the constant schedule. It's t- like if I wake up and I like my mental health is doing bad. I'm exhausted. And you force me to go to an eight-hour shift of like literally having to like pretend like I'm happy all day, like that's not gonna work. That doesn't happen. And then you want me to do that five days in a row, no, like that's just not happening. Like my like my body, my brain, my life cannot be like it doesn't work like that. I don't work like that. So, I've been trying. I started doing this job last year, Instacart where you can just like pick it up on your own, make your own kind of schedule. And I was doing it pretty full time. So like I was still making like money, but I was being able to do it on my own time. And I was in my car and I didn't really have to interact with anyone besides like the grocery clerks and like every now and then the people to like scan their alcohol IDs, you know? So, and I could just be listening to music all day. Like that was just, this job like it's been good. That's the job I need. Like, I need some kind of job where there's, like, a flexibility on, like, whether it's, like, going in person, like, half the week or staying home. Like, just having the flexibility to do something like that is the only way, really, that, like, I can, like, function. Like, I'm not going to lie. It's just the fact. Like, the facts. Like, people can say, oh, no, you have to, like, try harder. You can make it work. Don't say you can't do it. No, I really can't. I will get burnt out and then the only way I feel like I can escape is by trying to hurt myself. So, I can't. I just can't. Like, that's just not what's in my genes. Like, and there's not a lot of jobs like that out there in the world. There's not. And it's frustrating. It is. It's also frustrating that a lot of jobs you have to have a diploma for because... I think in high school I just got so burnt out like I was I've always been pretty good at school so like that's not an issue for me it's I just get really burnt out it's the same thing as like having to show up and do this certain thing and like deadlines when I'm feeling like shit like it's just hard for me and to now have to like have a diploma to be able to like work in like society at least in like America like it sucks it really does because i would love to move out and then on top of that like living in fucking california is so expensive san Diego's insane like there's a studio apartment like for at least like the basic is like 1600 a month and, like not including utilities or any of that and that's just like i'm like how how can i function how can i move on and be an adult in this world if like i can't I don't have like a job that like can keep me going or I don't have the ability to like finish school because it's too much before I like get burnt out and I try to do things like self-care like I've been doing self-care this entire week I just right before this went and bought myself my favorite ice cream and I bought myself a little plant and now I'm sitting at the beach So, like, I'm doing things to do self-care. I have my morning routine. I take my baths. But it's... But that, like... That's not... Like, doing that stuff doesn't really change anything. Because my genetics and my brain and the way it's wired is going to stay the same. I can only do those things to, like, kind of cope and, like, help. But ultimately, like, I need some kind of... Like it's just a way that I feel like society works is just not beneficial to my brain and I know like a lot of other neurodivergents are facing with the same struggles where they get burnt out pretty quickly it's too hard for them to focus in like a certain environment like people won't let them stim. just like the flexibility I don't know there's just like all this stuff like having a mask all day and a customer service job or other jobs like that is a lot and to do it five days in a row eight hours like each day I don't know how you like you can't how does someone expect that even just like neurotypicals like no one can do that like that's just it just seems so inhumane to me like I don't know maybe neurotypicals can do it and it just seems impossible to me because I'm not a neurotypical but it's rough it's hard it is and this week has just been a lot with the trauma anniversaries and now feeling burnt out. As a neurodivergent, I would recommend finding fellow neurodivergents as your friends because a lot of them will completely understand if you are burnt out and, like, need to reschedule or need to cancel. Like, it's just, like, understandable for people because they struggle with the same thing where, like, there's just a day where, like, they may not want to hang out and it has nothing to do with um like the level of friendship relationship whatever like it just is what it is and to have people in your life that like know that and like don't hold that against you or don't make you feel bad for that like is really helpful and I always felt like I couldn't cancel on people and then I started hanging out with other neurodivergents who did that with their friends and I was like oh wow like that's a thing and so I've tried it out and it was really awkward and rough at first like having to cancel on people but the more people like I started incorporating in my life that struggle with like ADHD or autism or like anything like that it has like really been helpful for moments like that when they just understand that today it's not gonna work and it's it goes vice versa you know someone says like you know I just can't today and I'm like okay like take care of yourself like do self-care like that's that's a lot better than like putting yourself at risk of like burning out or just not even having a good time because if you're like like stressed and tired and mentally not there like what's the point of even hanging out like we're not having quality time you know I don't know um But yeah, I think I'm just going to end it there. I think I jumped around to a lot of topics, which is going to happen in every podcast. So just got to say that now. But if you listened to all of this, you're a real one. I hope you gained something from this podcast, whether it was something very little or just like feeling seen, feeling heard. Um knowing like you're not alone if you struggle with some of these things maybe finding out that oh that makes sense that's why I struggle with this I don't know I just hope at the end of every like podcast video anything that someone can like learn something good and and add's value to their life so yeah so that was the first episode of tortured souls podcast which is pretty cool we got one down many more to come And in the meantime, stay cool, stay you, and bye!